0: He only uh, he only apparently needs to wheeze and the rest of the body is going away for a minute. Long, long range sensors shut them down right now. (laughs) Going silent here, going silent, just just pass out.
1: You know what is never silent? What's that? Hey there, everybody. (laughs) I'm sorry, I interrupted Phil's wine sip, but welcome to Pixel It. (laughs)
0: But that might be the most accurate one you've ever done. You know it's <laughs> never silent? Pixel it. Pixel it. It's never we silent. We never shut the fuck up. We, it's never <laughs> silent. If you are looking
1: for an hour to an hour and a half of two middle-aged geeks talking constantly, you've come yeah. to the right show. My name is Kevin. Oh, yes. With me, as always, is Phil. Hello. And today we are talking about... Um, uh ass creed assassins creed uh bloodstone yeah that's a graphic novel it's based based on the ubisoft creation of the same name so uh yeah if you you know what here here's the thing if you haven't heard of assassin's creed first of all (laughs) i don't understand uh how you found us how How did did you you get here how did you get here um it's it's like the it's the madden of open world games. Yeah, wow. Wow.
0: Wow. Kevin over here dropping goddamn truth bombs. It's That it's, is poignant. They got they got
1: one uh, that comes out like, I don't know, every year or every other year at this point. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a series developed by Ubisoft. It was a uh, created initially because they were they're making a Prince of Persia uh, series and then they wanted to make it uh, th- open world. So they had the Sands of Time Prince of Persia game. They're like, all right, I think and I think Sands of Time was the one that they turned into that movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: Yeah, that is the one that is yeah. the one.
1: Um, So, you know, Ubisoft and dodgy adaptations. Who knew? <laughs> Who would have thunk it, right? Who would have thunk it? Didn't see um, that coming. Didn't see you. that coming. So, yeah, they they turned, uh, they they took a 3D adaptation of Prince of Persia, and they wanted to make a open world style game. So instead of Prince of Persia, it became its own thing. And mm-hmm. hence we have Assassin's Creed And the first one was released in 2007. It was set right. in the Damn. Middle East, I believe. That was the, the first one. But the yeah. series really did not pick up until 2009 when Assassin's Creed 2 comes out. And you have uh, the my favorite main character, in fact, my only assassin that I truly loved, Ezio Auditore. Uh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. Assassin He is he's just, you know, just the best. Um, and it was set in Renaissance Italy. Um, yeah. But since then, there have been Assassin's Creed's from pirates to colonial
0: stuff to Native Americans, right? Um, yeah, I, I wanted that. That was three. I wanted that one to be very good so badly. I've played more Assassin. I think Assassin's Creed might be the franchise that I have hated the most and played the most of. Yeah. Uh, I keep for a long time, I kept giving them chances um, because it seemed like something I should like and I never liked it. And then Black Flag came out and that one was great for the most part. And I kept giving them options and I and I wanted three to be good. And because I thought that was cool, Native Americans and colonial stuff and all that. and, And it was not. Uh, I think the last one I played was the Egyptian one that came out a few years back. Yeah, I think the and and the
1: two most recent ones have actually had pretty good reception overall, and that yeah. is Odyssey and Valhalla. And I yeah. played a bit of Valhalla. You know what's funny is I kind of like what they're going for in Valhalla. I played you know five seven hours of it. Problem is the beginning is super duper slow. It takes mm-hmm. a real long time to to really get into out of the tutorialized area um, because they're throwing a bunch of things in there that it feels like it's like, okay, you're, you're calling it Assassin's Creed because it is, you're just, you're just trying to
0: use a name brand at this point. Right. It could be literally its own game. (laughs) Yeah. When they, when they came out with the last three, those are all classical age, uh, uh, There's settings, ori- origins. Yeah, uh, the last three were Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. And the, yeah, and those were all ancient world things, which is a little different. They you know from the other ones, which were still you know not too far in the past, right? And they base yeah, they basically shifted up the uh, the dynamics of it, didn't they? Like the yeah. gameplay was really different. Yeah, yeah. I've, Valhalla,
1: I've like you have you have you can control you have like. Groups of Vikings that you control. There's like the ships and all that stuff. You're. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have done some of that in the previous one, where you're a Greek uh, soldier.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, but, that was Odyssey.
1: Yeah, Odyssey. But yeah, Valhalla uh, is is the most recent one, and uh, since then, Ubisoft has been mired in a poop ton of misconduct allegations. Ubisoft is just a uh, garbage fire and they oh, continue absolutely. to be I feel like they did something dumb recently and it I can't remember specifically
0: <laughs> Well that's the thing that between them and and uh uh, uh uh Activision Blizzard and like another big one they, they just they're just constantly being swamped with all of this uh boys club bullshit uh, that they refuse to properly handle. And so the news kind of blends together. You just know generally that all of them are kind of full of themselves on this one. And yeah. it's disappointing. Yeah, they uh, they got into blockchain at the end
1: of last year. Mm. Um, That's I right. don't think they've backed off on that one yet.
0: You know um, who did? Who? T- Tesla. Oh, yes, they sure did. As of today, they they sold seventy five percent of their cryptocurrency uh, investments because they were taking the pipe on that, that is, shit.
1: That is, uh, and then Minecraft uh, mm. basically said, "Hey, guess what? No NFT shit in Minecraft. That's against Good. the the concept of Minecraft." And it, there was it a, is
0: distinctly against the and concept there was an of an Minecraft. NFT, yes. There was
1: an NFT overlay. Uh, Called like NFT World or something like that. That was uh, people used with Minecraft. That just it got it got banned, and its value went from having value to not having value pretty much overnight. Um, Well, I mean, Kevin, let's be clear: it never had value. It never had value. It's all fake. The points don't matter. (laughs) It's it's like, come on, guys, don't. Yeah, man. You're imaginary. You're just investing imaginary money into more imaginary money,
0: right? Right. Money's not real. And you expect me to believe in NFTs? I don't I don't I don't I don't believe it. So
1: that's pretty much the Assassin's Creed series. It's had it's ups. it's had it's (laughs) mostly it's 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 been mostly down. Um, Well, I've just got to write
0: this down. Political rant check. (laughs) <laughs> All right, we're good. We covered our quota. Covered our quota.
1: We'll go over quota. I I, yeah. I think we'll oh. we'll probably have have something Be, else to say.
0: We're givers. we're givers. We're givers. We want we want people to have more like than to, they bargain for. We like to give uh, our unfiltered
1: unasked for. Nobody asked mm. us, but we're gonna give it to you. We're giving it to
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> Pixelit gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and by it, I mean just tireless leftist rants. Just, That's just, just where we go. We're
1: just going to get ranty at some point during the episode. Forever. So, Forever. Um,
0: those of you And we who, can't even blame drink because Kevin doesn't drink. Yeah. No, I just I just say it. He's just naturally passionate.
1: I'm very You people passionate. don't know
0: who you're messing with here. It's too much Kevin, passion. Kevin will fuck you up I will, in, me the, and, in the realm of ideas.
1: Me and my summit diet cola- Oh, Summit. Yeah. This is a new one. What's yeah. Summit? I, it's Aldi brand. Oh, I like Aldi. Okay, cool. Aldi's, Aldi's mm. a, a nice, it's a fine store. I like Aldi. I, yeah. I, I, I appreciate a store that gives no fucks about merchandising. <laughs>
0: yeah. and literally I appreciate just, a store. Just throws their I can product get my- right on the
1: ground. Like.
0: And they let their they let their uh, cashiers sit, yeah, because they they they're like, oh, you're a human being, uh, yeah. And if and you call no the reason. store, no one's gonna answer. Yeah, no. Fuck there's it. like one phone, and no one's gonna answer. <laughs> but you know what? You're gonna get all of your week's groceries for sixty dollars. Yeah. So just do it, man. Just do it's it. awesome. Aldi, please and, and sponsor perhaps, us,
1: and perhaps some other uh, some other nonsense. If you walk down the mm-hmm. aisle of shame, like, absolutely. <laughs> pool, noodles, plenty that, there for pool you. noodles that you don't need uh, mm-hmm. a, a beach chair um yeah. you know or radio
0: like a, a clock radio a, a, clock, uh, a
1: waterproof clock radio that you hang in your shower absolutely um, it does and it's, it's not, 7.99 so 7.99 it's, it's not it. bluetooth no it's no. it's literally just a, a clock radio yeah. waterproof it's, that hangs in your shower it's all am am it's no all AM. AM. so it's yeah. a lot of, of
0: right wing talk radio but you know yeah. what $7.99, can't beat it. It's fun to shampoo yourself while listening to Rush Limbaugh's Ghost, that's all. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that guy is so fucking dead, isn't he? He's dead, he's dead. Thank God. Oh man. man. Ah.
1: Don't anyway. pour one out for Rush law, drink it down. Drink it down, drink In it down. celebration, cheers to yourself. <laughs> cheers, it. <Sláinte. Blanche.
0: laughs>
1: anyway, uh, Phil, can you tell us a little bit about the um,
0: uh, the authors? I'd be happy to. Yes, um, this is a two-issue comic run, uh, and it is written uh, uh, by uh, Guillaume, uh, Guillaume, I, I'm thinking Guillaume, please, our uh, French Guilla- listeners. It's, it's Guillaume. Guillaume, thank you, see? Uh, it's was, was kind of going in a weird Spanish-Italian direction, Guillaume uh, Dorson. Uh, who is a French writer uh, who mostly does actually mostly work for hire stuff. This guy has done plenty of video game adaptation stuff. Um, A lot more Assassin's Creed, um, but we've also got Devil May Cry and Lost Planet of Hmm. all things. Do you remember Lost Planet? Uh, it, It sounds familiar. It was a, I, I think it was a flagship uh, 360 franchise. Mm. Um, it was like, it's like, it's, it's like a, a, a shooter based in Antarctica with, well, not Antarctica, but like a frozen planet with giant, crazy alien monsters. Oh, um,
1: you know what it looks like? It looks like the Aldi brand's version
0: of uh, Dead Space. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Less <laughs> horror, more action. Yeah, very much so. It's, it's, I, I remember playing it, enjoying it, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. I'm just kind of amazed they adapted it uh, to anything. Um, he also did adaptations uh, of The Little Prince, uh, which is a, which I believe, if you're a French uh, comic book writer, is required by law.
1: Yeah, everybody
0: uh, has to... That's ha- yeah, you're not allowed to leave secondary school without. Yeah, you've you've got no choice uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, it was illustrated uh, by Anio Buffi, who uh, I I know even less about. He's a he's an artist from Turin in Italy. Um, of the shroud, of the shroud, the famous shroud. Um, he's actually worked with. This isn't his first time working with a French writer. Uh, he's well known for working with uh, the French scriptwriter Richard Marazzano on a series called Clandestino. Um but other than that hey, nothing. Hey Clandestino. Clandestino. Hey. It's a it's a
1: spicy Clandestino. <laughs> I'm sorry to the Italians listening but that's I
0: I am not. Uh it's <laughs> And uh, and and that's about all I could find uh, about our artist. And then our colorist is Andrea Maloney. Uh, uh, picture not found. Uh, <laughs> he, is, he is. He did not show up to picture day. <laughs> no, no. An Italian colorist. So it is a French writer working with Italian artists on a a uh, Québécois based video game. Um it is it is just the most insufferable accent you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. Comic books and uh, uh Europeans who drink a lot of wine and hate Americans. So we're in for a lot of fun. I we're think. in for a lot of fun, I think. Yeah.
1: Um but we weren't. Um, but we weren't. <laughs> narrator. Okay. But they weren't. But they weren't. All right. So quick summary, because we're <laughs> not we're not gonna do a beat for beat for this one because it's this- about-
0: this might not be the longest episode we this ever do. This is probably going to be a, pretty,
1: a relatively short episode compared to some of our <laughs> recent ones just because <laughs> oh god, I can't tell you oh what happens. Uh, I was I was reading this and I was so concerned that I missed something every page. Yes. yes so basically there's a guy his name is uh, t- <laughs> t- oh, fuck, I already forgot his is name. Is it Tomo? Tomo. Okay, Tomo. Yeah. Tomo, he was uh, basically he was in an assassin hideaway camp when he was little and some rogue assassins came and killed his mother and his mother's boyfriend, Hajime, uh, Mm -hmm. basically takes Tomo and raises him as his own son, sort of, I guess. And um, (laughs) doesn't really flash forward 16 years because who the fuck cares about establishing their relationship at all? Um, and Tomo has been spending his whole life up until this point searching for the guy uh, whose name is Gorm. Gorm.
0: Gorm. What a first off, your name is Gorm. So uh, okay, right there. More power to you, uh, mm-hmm. Gorm. Uh, Gorm the
1: Gormless assassin. Gormless a <laughs> word. Yep. Uh, it, it lacking intelligence. Okay. Uh um, yep. kind of kind of dull duller dull. so gorm is supposed to be smart I guess so as huh i guess yeah i guess i feel like it's one of those words that like no matter what form you t- you put it, like flammable inflammable it's like right <laughs> yeah gorm full also fucking stupid also fucking yeah. stupid yeah yeah um so he spent his life hunting for this guy named gorm and this is where the plot gets so convoluted
0: there's the, this the, the plot thickens and by thickens we mean it gets dumber it gets dumber there's oh there's way too much flour in the soup you're thinking oh you're thi- over
1: thickening it oh this is not a soup anymore it's a roux what are you doing no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but a roux would be delicious and tasty
1: oh no it's it's burning it's getting chunky <laughs> uh- <laughs> How did it become the worst biscuit ever? It's turning into a biscuit in the pot. Oh, you're never going to get that out of your cast iron skillet. No, just throw it away, kids. (laughs) Just throw it away. Go to Aldi and pick up a new (laughs) a new pan. Aldi. Aldi. Remember the good times we were talking about Aldi. Anyway, he was awesome. She he figures out that there's a doctor and she's mind wiping people using the thing. That the Abstergo whatever machine Mm -hmm. that they use in all the dumb Assassin's Creed games, which is all of them, because it's a dumb plot device. They
0: should just can Yeah, can we put a pin in that so I can come back
1: and and go off our rant there? There's a quick rant here. The Uh modern day stuff in Assassin's Creed is the most pointless bullshit ever. It's the worst. It is. It's so
0: Mm. Every
1: Assassin's Creed game would be made better if they just got rid of it. And it was just it, uh, doing a story about this guy. Yeah.
0: That's all you need. It's just an anthology series. That's fine. It's a hat on a hat. Yeah. You don't need the mod. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, mm. <laughs> the film might be Black having a I'm gonna lose my shit. Uh, There is actually a video. I will have to find it and send it to you, Kevin, uh, so that you can like cut in. Audio of me doing a Let's Play back when I still did Let's Plays. I did a Let's Play of Black Flag, Assassin's like Creed Seven 4.
1: years ago. This is. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, no, no, it was three. It was Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. And when you get to the last episode, it's like the last episode is an hour and a half, and the last hour is just me going off on a rant. On how pointless the Abstergo shit is about how every time you start to feel like you're building up some momentum and having fun in this world, you're like, you know what? The, the controls are kind of sloppy and, and, and this is kind of weird. And, and, and that feels a little padded, but you know what? This is fun. Actually, it is kind of neat. And I'm having fun doing the jumps and stuff. And just when you're starting to get into that mode, they're like, you're in the real world again. And you just have to start. Over, it's like every time you're about to climax, your dog comes in and punches you in the face. It just and for whatever reason, you're, you're convinced I've got to finish, and so you've got to work yourself back up again while the dog's just over there rapping his knuckles and going, "I'm coming for you, motherfucker." That's that's Assassin's Creed. It's so frustrating.
1: Assassin's Creed is is uh, is your dog. Not not doing anything dog-like, but punching you in the face. I,
0: I, I may not be a dog owner. I may I may misunderstand what dogs are capable
1: of. I mean, it's it's
0: fine. I know cats throw punches. I know cats will, yes, they will, do. will throw hands
1: like uh, a like a cat, but with more weight. That's yeah, what I was going exactly. for. A golden retriever walks in and just punches the shit out of you. Just decks you. Just decks you. Just. Right in, right in the face. And, right in the face. And you're not sure what happened, and you, uh-huh. you you think maybe it was just a mistake, and you continue on. The
0: mm-hmm. second
1: time, I mean, fool me twice, uh, shame on me, you know? Right. This is kind of and my that's fault. Assassin's in Creed in, in, in general is, you know, you play one of them, and you're like, okay. And yeah. it, all right. You know what? That's... Shame on you! And then you play another right. one, and it's like really shame on me. And then you keep playing them, and just shame on me forever, just For, forever, just forever, a, just a sadness bowl of a game.
0: Well, yeah, it's just yeah, and and you just you it's and it's pretty enough and just interesting enough to keep you going to the next little, uh, uh, uh you know checkpoint essentially and and it just keeps going and you feel drained by the end of it. I don't know how they do it, but it's fucked up. Yeah, anyway. anyway.
1: So the story continues with Tomo going undercover for the doctor who's doing the thing and uh, we get the twist that the doctor is also uh, l'assassino um, mm. or an assassin and um, she's part of the Brotherhood. And she is doing it for some reason. The reasons are unclear. Um, And then Tomo starts using the machine. She starts having Tomo use the machine to go back and find out what happened to this other assassin rogue assassin uh, who was he has a Russian name. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Um, No, trust me. Trust trust us. It does not matter. Who cares? Um, Because he was he was a guy. And they're trying to figure out what happened to this guy named Pash. And there's uh, moments in set in Vietnam. And there's, like, hints that maybe it has something to do with the Gulf of Tonkin. And the there's a scene where one of the dudes assassinates JFK. Mm-hmm. And all the while, we are the art... There is not one character that I can differentiate from another character none,
0: none. do you remember do you remember that episode uh, I think it was like the third to last episode of Game of Thrones the battle and it was like so dark and this you couldn't dark. see sh- this is this is that in comic book form. Yeah. you do not understand what's going on. you are aware that things are happening. The names are coming so
1: fast and so furious. And mm-hmm. there's no Vin Diesel in sight. None. Just brown-haired men. Just brown-haired men. No family. There's no. Yeah. There's no family here. This is not an Olive Garden. And <laughs> and we we're we're just just brown head haired men talking to each other about killing other mm-hmm. brown haired men. Except there's a blonde woman, uh, but she's yeah. and she's also pregnant. So that she's clearly the most. Clearly the the person Uh, anyway, some fucking shit happens. There's some twists, some turns, and everybody dies by the end. Everybody dies. Everybody dies except Tomo and a girl who isn't
0: really a full assassin. Who wasn't really a full
1: assassin. He was just remembering how to be an yeah. assassin because he well, I
0: think he was like an administrator he was, of the assassin yeah <laughs> like, he knew how to hack some computers that's about it right like he was he could one do of some the research. it was kind of like it was like burn after reading where the guy he works was a, in the CIA he was an but, analyst
1: you know like right you know how in clear and present danger uh, uh, Jack Ryan was not the guy that they put out in the fields. It's like in right. recent Jack Ryan movies, they've made Jack Ryan like a badass. And he mm-hmm. is he was that was actually the thing about the character mm, pin in it. OK, here we go. Here we, we go. go. We are
0: pinning things are to the wall, my friends, wall
1: because we're not talking too much about this book. All right. The, the, the a thing that everybody misses about Jack Ryan stories since Harrison Ford left the role is that Jack Ryan is not a badass. He -hmm. doesn't he's not the guy with the gun. He doesn't he's not the field experience guy. He talks his way out of situations (laughs) and he he, he gets the upper hand just by knowing things, not by by a shootout. Um, And that was that was how he was portrayed when Harrison Ford played him. That's how Alec Mm -hmm. Baldwin played him. He's an analyst. Alec played him. Yeah, Alec yeah. Baldwin played him. He's an analyst. He's an author. He writes books. That's yeah. that's what he does. That's what the character does. Um, and then since then, he's become a little
0: too action hero-y. Um, yeah, inexplicably. And and they and they cast John Krasinski to play him, I guess maybe to throw us off the trail of what they were trying to do. Yeah. You know, like we're gonna take like kind of a geeky hero and we wanna action star him up. Yeah. How can we do this in such a way that'll be more subtle and the audience won't turn on us? Let's cast the 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 smirking guy from the office, and that'll be fine. That'll make a difference. As if we wouldn't notice. But he still grew a beard. Still grew a beard. Still grew a beard. Um yeah. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Uh it was they they
1: went Ben Affleck. Chris Pine and then John Krasinski, the last, last, just going Man, in the wrong And I direction. like John Krasinski, but what the fuck is he doing playing that kind of I'm character. ambivalent on John John Krasinski. He feels like he, Ugh. he feels like a, a, like a secret libertarian. Mm. Like, like secret Nazi type
0: thing, you know, secret now libertarian. I can't shake that. I yeah. didn't think that before, but now I can't shake it. I'm- God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, I got to put in a Google alert for John Krasinski, libertarian. No, oh, that's how do you spell libertarian? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: anyway, where were we pinned? Oh, yeah, uh, they uh, tombo gets away at the end because instead of giving the villain woman. The access code, he gives her a Trojan horse code that causes the the big, bad, evil thing that she's going to unleash on the world, which will wipe everybody's memories and have them remember something else um, or evolve humans. I don't know the, Her her what she wanted to do was really unclear. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, it causes the thing to explode instead of doing that. And yeah. they get away in a helicopter and that's the end of our story. Uh, yeah. this is automatically bottom of the bottom of the list for me.
0: This 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 is this was worse than the Bloodborne series.
1: Yeah. Blood. Well, Bloodborne wanted to great. Uh, yeah, three. Yeah, that's true. Three that's true. looked better after reading four. Four was terrible. Um, four was terrible. Yeah. Four was
0: terrible. Um,
1: Do you think this was worse than Dead Space? Oh, Dead Space, I could at least
0: laugh. That's true. That's Dead a Space, very good point. I could follow yes yes that is absolutely true this was basically
1: incoherent in storytelling it would jump around like there's one scene where it's like tomo wakes up and out of the abstergo machine or whatever and but he's it's the old dude, the Russian guy is in his head, and it's he's not Tomo and he kills all the yeah, other like assassins. Yeah, like
0: there's a bleed of the care of yeah. the person that he's in the thoughts of so that there's comes like, back. There's
1: like there's two there's two panels where there's Hajime, his adoptive father, who's like, I'm sorry, mm. Tomo, I have to do this.
0: The next panel, Hajime yes! is yes! dead. Right. No. Some. Yeah. He says, I have to do this. He's lurching towards him with the cool wrist knife thing. Yeah. And then a, an inexplicable panel where you can't tell what's happening happens. And then he's dead. There's no conflict. There's no battle. It just skips right over no, that. The, it's in favor of I, dialogue. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was that was a real like. Look, I was already like, I was like, this is confusing and kind of convoluted and dumb, but whatever. And then that happened. It was like halfway through. Yeah. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on? Nothing good. The storytelling is so fucked in this book. Yeah. Oh, God. It jumps around way too much.
1: There is way too much reliance on dialogue for a visual medium. Oh, my God. Yes. Way too much. And you know what? I'm fine with talky comic books. Mm-hmm. God damn! Sure. I've, oh, I've read I've read Stanley's work. The, the The motherfucker could just like write will just fill pages with
0: with words. Yeah. Alan Moore. Alan Moore. I mean, come on! Like, who's more talky than Alan Moore? It's fine if you're yeah. good at it. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: that is the key, isn't it? Here's the problem: is that if, when you're good at it, you can understand the difference in the, the way the dialogue is written between yeah. your characters but when you have nearly unidentifiable characters because the art you you have trouble like m- keeping track of who is saying what and then the dialogue is is so mid it's, it's so hack it's yeah. that there is no it's just dialogue there's nothing in there that that's yeah it just yeah it just fills it feels like it's filling the page it's filling and, the page and, this yeah. could have been really cool if it was, if you just slimmed it down to mm-hmm. a revenge story. Yeah, I just yeah. have one oh. character doing a revenge
0: story. I'll I'll give you a great example. All right, P- our, our podcast isn't going to be able to see this, but you know, if, if you're listening on the podcast, do us a favor: Google Assassin's Creed Bloodstone the complete collection so you can see the cover because I want to analyze the cover. All right, so look at that. That's a pretty badass cover. Yeah. If I if if I do say so myself, as far as cover art, these are these are the the two covers for the separate issues. The two issues that, as far as cover, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. And and as far as cover arts concerned, pretty cool. And it actually was to the point that as we discussed before, you know, it it's like Assassin's Creed in Vietnam, which I was like, oh fuck, how are they going to handle this? This could be this could be messed up, or it could be really really good. I don't know. Um, This has and it seems to be setting up this idea of assassin, an assassin on the American side and an assassin on the Vietnamese side, some sort of mix up. They think the other one's a Templar. And it's just this two issue story of these two badasses in the jungle hunting each other. And that could have been amazing yeah that could have been so much fun and it, like a total aliens versus predator kind of like whoever wins we lose kind of thing sure and vietnam has almost nothing to do it is with this story it is completely incidental to the story absolutely need to and, and the, even be there yeah and they, they play like lip service to like you mentioned before they talk about uh the kennedy assassination and uh, uh, the Bay of Tonkin kind of thing and then like like they play li- pay lip service to the assassin's creed tradition basically of rewriting history a little bit so that like actual historical figures are involved and which right. which honestly is sometimes done pretty well uh yeah. you know and, and that's pretty cool this is it's just a throwaway it's just this little throwaway kind of thing that doesn't have it doesn't mean anything. No. It means nothing. And if it does, it's lifeless. Then it needed to be better written. Yeah. Uh, for for context, I finished uh, House of Leaves yesterday, the same day that I finished this. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know what House of Leaves is, it's a 700 page book. Within a book, within a book, (laughs) where the whole point of it is you've got to read footnotes and they take you to appendices in the back of the book. So I'm on page 16 and then it says, for more information, go to appendix three. Now I've got to read 20 pages out of the back of the book and then go back.
1: Yeah, if an adventure game was a book, it would be House of Leaves.
0: Yes, it is twine the book. That's what it is. And, and it's very convoluted and very difficult to read. And it took me a month and a half to finish it, which I'm a pretty quick reader. That's a long time for me yeah. to spend reading a book. And, and, and some people spend their entire lives reading and analyzing it and going over. It. Not for me, but Assassin's Creed Bloodstone still made less. Sense and was more convoluted than House of Leaves. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a good way. No. So. In all the bad wow. ways. Yeah.
1: Um, wow. Also, Just. by the way, this badass uh, lady at the bottom uh, on mm. the cover, uh, if you've looked up the cover, and I'm holding it up on the YouTube version, um, who kind of gives you like X-23 vibes. Like, totally. Like Logan's totally. daughter type vibes.
0: Um, she's barely in it. So don't get too excited. Barely in it. Barely in it. And that, and 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 for the record, there is a final showdown between the two of them. They do actually get to fight each other. It lasts a panel, and then it's over. Yeah, he kill. Uh, she kills her him. Right? They kill each other. They kill each other. Yeah. It's literally a, that kind of, uh, you know, ninja Gaiden. Two, you know, two two ninjas that are colored. I'm, I'm you know, slapping swapped. my two action figures together, and right, right, <laughs> and then they both die. Yeah. Ah! Like, that's yeah, that's literally what happens. It's meaningless. I it, do it, not it, recommend
1: it, uh, Assassin's Creed Bloodstone. No. Bloodstone? no Blood Jam? Bloodstone. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, it
0: was bad. It was bad. It was very bad. <laughs> um, it was very bad. And, oh, and by the way, yeah. I, uh, Guillaume Dorison uh, is the founder of Game Fan Magazine. Huh. Um, which, and, and like the more I look into his background here, there isn't much, but the more I'm seeing, like this guy has worked within the video game sphere in like kind of a literary way. And so I'm assuming that's how Ubisoft came to him and was like, Hey, do you want to, you want to, you know, write us some comic books and stuff like that? Come to us instead for God's sake. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna pretend that Kevin and I are like the greatest writers to ever, you know, grace the page. No. But as long as you're hiring if you're looking for people someone, who
1: aren't famous. <laughs> uh, yeah, give us a take a flyer on us, you know? We aren't free, but we can be bought. We can be bought. Easily. Absolutely. So easily. <laughs> so easily. Um so I think that'll. We're not going to beat too much of a dead horse for this one. I think we're that's gonna, enough. We're gonna. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Jesus so onto
0: onto more fun things. Um, yes. What are you playing? Okay. So I started. I I'm still. Um, I finally quit Dead Space Three. Oh, good. I did. I did the right thing. You did the right thing. Um, I reached. I. It's been buggy at times, mm. which I don't. I, you know, things it, it, that shit happens, yeah. especially with a game that's a little older. But I reached a point in the game where I kept auto dying and I couldn't figure out why. And I started like pulling up um Let's Plays of it to see what I was doing wrong. I wasn't doing anything wrong. There was just in my version of the game, I was auto dying and I restarted it, tried it again. And there was just I basically would have had to start all over. And that wasn't going to be worth it. Yeah, no. Uh so I, I i uh i took part in the definition of self-care and uh and i and i just went ahead and uninstalled dead space 3 <laughs> you didn't even stop playing just, you didn't just stop playing you just oh
1: you just you just quit
0: i i, I erased it from the face of the earth that is uh, as far as my computer is concerned that is yeah. tremendous mm-hmm. i'm very proud mm-hmm. of you
1: Thank you. I, it feels good. It feels. I good. finished it uh, when I played it, but no, I
0: understand. Mm-hmm. It's not worth. But you, Albie, you're you're a far superior gamer to me. So juice, it that makes sense? Uh, it's not worth that proverbial squeeze. No. <laughs> no, it is not. But you're a man who knows how to deal with punishment. You're a you're a Souls uh, guy. Yeah, so. no, I, I play the Dark Souls series. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I put you know like way too many hours into Elden Ring. Um, right, several hundred. And, and for, by the way, <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who recall our bonus episode with uh, pixel a day, uh, where we talked about uh, uh, Bloodborne. Oh yeah, you uh, quit. Uh, I am. I am not yeah. good at that shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I was done. I was done. Um, in the, I, I I considered continuing my fabulous uh, horror game streak, uh, which has gone on for for the better part of the year. Um, and instead decided to finally go ahead and boot up um, uh, Leisure Suit Larry Wet Dreams Don't Dry Part 2. Oh, which is, which is, uh, yeah. If you,
1: if you don't know Phil personally, <laughs> uh, Leisure Suit, if, if, if Phil were a video game, <laughs> it would be Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not like yeah, now. I, maybe not like present day Phil, but but you know, back in the day, like
0: three years there ago, was, <laughs> there was a little. <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> there was there was a little Larry in me. Yeah, it it. I, I and I always love that franchise. Um, I I I still am entertaining the idea of writing a short history of Leisure Suit Larry as a as a book. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, maybe for boss fight books, if, if they'll accept my pitch, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I did interview Al Lowe, uh, and, uh, and, you know, I've got, and I actually, I interviewed the voice of Leisure Suit Larry too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got material to work with. And now this, this particular game, uh, is kind of, it's part of sort of a reboot of the series that uh, started, I want to say three, four years ago with What Dreams Don't Dry. Yeah. And it's a German development company uh, that picked it back up again because "Leisure Suit Larry was an old adventure game uh, way back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, the point and click kind of, uh, it wasn't, was it LucasArts? It wasn't no, LucasArts. no, no. It was Sierra. Sierra. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Um, it was Sierra. Yeah. And, uh, and it got kind of developed in the modern age with varying levels of success, varying, not, not high levels of success. And uh, a few years back, a German development studio picked it up and tried to create this kind of impossible task of creating a non PC. And by that, I mean, politically correct uh, a video game franchise for the modern age. And I actually think that with uh, that first one, wet dreams don't dry, they did a great job, actually. Hmm. Uh, it is still stupid, sexy dad humor, uh, with just dumb, dirty jokes. He's an idiot, yeah, but he's also not a dirtbag like, sure. not entirely a dirtbag. Um, it's far more friendly to you know, gay folks and transgender folks stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, punch down right uh, the way that the old franchise did, which it was more acceptable in the 80s and 90s. That was just part of it, right? Um, and uh they did a really good job with it. And so I, I've I've uh, I've started playing the second one, and so far, so good. It it's That's the same good. thing. Same vibe. Yeah. Yeah, same vibe. It's it's a dumb sense of humor, um, which I like. Yeah. Uh, why not? <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it's it is your standard, you know, nine verb style kind of uh adventure and you know, picking up everything and trying to combine things, and maybe this'll help you yeah. you know get through. Maybe it won't. Uh, but I'm, I'm very early into it, uh, but so far I'm really enjoying it. So good. that's that's what I've been playing. Good. What good. about you, Kevin? What are you playing? Um, I
1: have gone back to uh, two two of my bullshits. I am back on my bullshit oh two times over. Uh, first, um, XCOM Two is.
0: Oh, I saw you playing that the other day. You saw that? I was Steam proud and terrified for you. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's
1: it's. <laughs> it, I fired that back up. Um, and that's going fine. I have been stuck on one mission that I keep save scumming over and over again. Um, it's uh, yeah, because it's so it's <laughs> I'm playing the War of the Chosen, which is the okay. the XCOM two uh, the second version of XCOM two. Sort of like how the first one was Enemy Unknown, and then there's a second version, Enemy Within. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the, there's two versions of XCOM 2. There's the vanilla, and then there's XCOM 2 War of the Chosen. The War of the yep. Chosen introduces these chosen, these overpowered, uh, chosen three of chosen enemies. Um, and they can appear when you're operating in their sphere of influence, they can appear just basically in any of the missions. So, this one mission. Which already was structured really difficult. Um, it's a it's a city area where you have to grab a bunch of supply crates, uh, tag a bunch of supply crates, uh, but there's a bunch of lost in the area, so you can't use explosives, and because every, every time you use an explosive, it attracts another lost swarm, um, and then the chosen shows up, uh, the assassin chosen. So it's uh, full of advent. Full of lost, full of chosen, and there's a ticking clock to get the supply crates. And I have a feeling Ugh. that I'm just gonna hunker down and not worry about the supply crate part of it because the only real thing I gotta do is eliminate all hostiles. Um yeah. so I'm I'm just gonna ignore the supply crates next time I take a crack at it. Um I, I think that's the best that's, thing for that's you. The yeah. Best thing to go about. <laughs> um yeah, I'm I'm back in the XCOM to like like micro analyzing one specific mission that i just get hung on for you know hours type of type of
0: playthrough well i think that makes a lot of sense with the um with those lost episodes because or issues be issues episodes issues missions levels levels, yeah jesus uh because those can be so fun because headshotting them and getting the free attack after that yeah yeah, and it just you start to feel confident, overconfident, right. and then Chosen come in yeah. and and you just get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um It makes sense. The other thing I've been
1: playing is Returnal. So um All oh, right. I, so I I beat Returnal, I want to say at the end of last year um or beginning of this year. Um mm. so I've I've beaten the base game of Returnal, but uh, Housemark released a 3.0 update to the game, which introduced co-op and uh, a new endless mode. It, it, like basically a new biome called the Tower of Sisyphus. Um, okay. Where there are story elements that happen in it, but it's basically, it's just a biome where you can just keep, as long as you are alive, you can keep going up into different rooms and, and fighting your way up. But there's no top of the tower. It's it's like oh, the story Lord. of Sisyphus. You yeah, you're the boulder will eventually roll back downhill. Um right. But it's really fun. I'm having a blast with with the Tower of Sisyphus uh, in in Returnal. Um, I remember you saying how much you liked that. I one. love Returnal going when I went back to it. The reason I, I started going back to it is because I was on YouTube and um, Jesse Cox um, uh, over on his uh, his uh twitch clips channel Cox clips um he he's been playing returnal recently he started doing it first he he dipped his toe in the water with co-op um mm-hmm. and then he's been you know going through the game on his own and I was like oh I gotta go check out the new updates and all that stuff so uh, I, I'm playing it and it's it's my jam it's a lot of fun um and I might go ahead. Because I've been, um, really limiting my purchases of new games, um, I might go ahead and try to Platinum Returnal while I'm, while I'm at it. Um, why not? And, uh, I, I did buy though, and I haven't touched it yet, uh, Stray. Um,
0: and I, I need to know all about Stray. I am looking forward to, to playing Stray, um, I've heard so many people talking about it, but no one's actually saying whether they like it or not. Yeah, I think. I'll, and it's driving uh, me crazy. I think I'm, I'm,
1: I'm going I'll, to I'll tell you whether it's whether it's uh, whether it's it, it would be a Phil game or not. It's got a right you know It's got a cat in it. So it's he got, looks like Jonesy, And he looks like your cat. He looks like my buddy. He looks like Jonesy. It's so <laughs> he does. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. I
0: love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that, that looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah
1: so um that's what I've been playing and that's uh that'll do it for today's episode yeah actually that's a full uh, episode it's a full episode it's a little shorter than normal yeah. but you know we don't want to beat a dead horse uh beat a dead uh, assassin and or Templar um yeah in both both yeah both um both. so next week we should be starting on uh we'll have a guest for a couple mm-hmm. of episodes. Um if schedules work out, I think they will. Um and that should be a lot of fun. And uh we're we're just winding through this year. Before you know it, it's gonna be it's gonna be spooky season with with, oh, with yes. some spooky books coming up. I it's gonna be a blast. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for the second half of the year. So um if you wanna give us give us a hand uh please follow us on twitter and instagram at pixelitpod um and also if you can um if you can oh there we go your audio like cut out for a second there i was like yeah
0: yeah it was something started to... i, I muted myself oh, okay. <laughs> it got I was weird like, what's going on
1: <laughs> things got, weird, things got uh, weird mute if you want to give us a hand please follow us on twitter at pixelitpod and on instagram at the same handle pixelitpod if you want to Uh, Check out our website, pixelitpod.com. It has all of our episodes posted with transcriptions of each episode and also links to our Discord and to our Steam Curator page Um, Another big help would be rating us 5 stars on Apple rating us 5 stars on Spotify and now we are on Good Pods So if you want to, you can rate us 5 stars per episode on Good Pods um so that Ooh, yeah that's each episode good. gets its own rating wow. yeah and comments wow. and and all that if you're going to comment don't make it weird or make it really weird <laughs> or yeah either
0: either go big or fuck off yeah like like if you're gonna make it weird yeah. you better make it weird. make it really really weird really uncomfortably weird yeah
1: anyway yeah. have a good night, good night everyone good night